Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Looks like things in uh, Russia continue to get worse. Um, Putin is purging intelligence agents because mm. of the Ukraine mess. <laughs> He's like dismissed a hundred and fifty. Federal Security Bureau officers, the FSB, the new version, I guess, of the KGB. Correct. Yeah. Uh, he's sent some of them to prison. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> because he got faulty intelligence, I guess. Uh, he thought there were, that Ukraine, somehow he got the message that Ukraine was going to roll over and play dead and welcome them as heroes. And, hey, thank you for liberating us from, from Ukraine. Didn't really work out that way. The expelled officers are all members of the 5th Service Division of the FSB, responsible for counterintelligence in the countries of the former Soviet Union, like Ukraine. Putin's purge reportedly includes the former head of the 5th Service, Sergei Basita, who's been sent to a Moscow prison after being placed on house arrest last month. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's the beauty of living in Russia, isn't it? I can say that although a significant number of them have not been arrested, they will no longer work for the FSB. According to Christo Grozev, executive director of the investigative outlet Bellingcat. I've been hearing about them quite a bit lately. I think they're kind of insiders in Russia and get information out to the rest of the world about what's going on there. According to Grozov who reported the mass purge taking place at the Kremlin. Basita, 68, was imprisoned for, quote, reporting false information to the Kremlin about the real situation in Ukraine (laughs) before the invasion. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, man. Whoops. (laughs) The official Russian explanation for his initial arrest last month was a charge of embezzlement. I guess they dropped that nonsense and just went with the real thing. Yeah, he was wrong about Ukraine, so mm. he's in prison now. Okay. All right. Boy, there's some horrific reporting coming out of Ukraine now. Uh, there, There's reports of 25 women, and this is really tough to, to listen to here, but kept in a basement and unspeakable things happening there i don't think i've heard that uh, yeah. particular report yeah this is uh, mm. this is now being reported several places jeez um, and apparently nine are pregnant now oh man and it's just horrific and i really hope that the world holds russia accountable for the horrors that are taking place there yeah yeah because you kind of don't expect this in the modern world necessarily I mean, we've got international laws against all of this stuff, and it, it's obviously meaningless. It's obviously meaningless when people start into, you know, trying to take over a sovereign nation that's not their own. They just commit atrocities as a general rule. If you're willing to go into the country to begin with, then you're probably willing to commit uh, atrocities like that. And I think Russia has shown they definitely are. Obviously, Putin has no friends on the world stage. Outside of, say, China. Maybe India. Maybe India, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, at least they're mm-hmm. neutral at this point. But uh, my goodness, uh, you just showed how he is now purging 
the leadership in his country, mm-hmm. it makes you wonder how much longer does he have in power? Because if they don't, because this obviously hasn't gone the way they wanted, the way he wanted. Right. So what what is a win now for him? Because now they're just focusing on the East. That's the real issue now. What is a win? Everybody's trying to find a way for him to save face so that he can, you know, just extract himself from this disaster. But he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to do it like this. Mm -hmm. He can't do it now. I think. I think in his mind, he can't do it now. Right. Because he's gotten his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. And if he just pulls out, then it looks really bad for Russia. Really bad. I mean, it looks bad anyway. But, you know, maybe, again, I I think if the Ukraine was willing to just go ahead and say, okay, Crimea is yours. We understand that. You got Crimea. And then we won't we won't join NATO for ten years, twenty years, whatever it is. You find a, a length of time that they're satisfied with, and then you say, "Okay, Crimea and no NATO." Now get out, and maybe that would work. I don't know. I don't know. You would think that would be acceptable to Ukrainians. You would think at this point it would be acceptable to Putin. But so far, that hasn't materialized. So who knows? Uh, who knows? Be nice if we could uh, purge some of the people out of our government. Frankly, mm. you know, n- not necessarily nice put them. Yeah, not necessarily put them in prison. Show them the door. Just show them the door, and we can yeah. have that first opportunity coming up in November. Let them be free citizens. I don't mind that. Yeah, go back go? to Delaware and California. Just go back and live your lives at home. It'd be great. But. Uh, I don't know who takes over if that if that's the case. So we're we're not in a real good place right now. Um, but they continue to make great decisions in Washington. To, oh yeah, to combat crime. Better Biden day. plans to bypass Congress to restrict Americans from building their own guns. So that's good. <laughs> Is he leaning on the uh, ghost gun clause for this? <laughs> yeah, the ghost gun yeah. clause. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. He's set to implement new restrictions on so-called ghost guns this week in hopes that fresh gun control measures will help combat the ongoing scourge of violence in the country. Yeah, because most of these weapons that are used in these uh, atrocities are ghost guns that people have made at home. Has that ever happened? Are any of these crimes that they're all, that we're, I mean, all of us hate them, but the ones that they, they talk about, the mass shootings have they been committed by ghost guns yeah now they're saying that they're turning up at crime scenes okay that's what they say in a press conference monday the president and department of justice are expected to announce the finalization of a new rule asserting that unfinished gun parts sold in the kits will now qualify as firearms under federal law with the rule the biden administration reportedly aims to rein in the proliferation of ghost guns or privately made non-serialized guns, which they say have been turning up at crime scenes. There you go. See, look at there. More frequently. Uh Uh-huh. Huh. That's a nebulous. Uh, Shall not be infringed. (laughs) Yeah, what part of that don't you get? In essence, it will require those who manufacture and sell guns from uh, kits to be licensed and add serial numbers to the product so that the weapons can be traced. Mm Mm-hmm. In addition to the new federal rule, 
Biden plans to call on Congress to ban the sale and possession of unserialized firearms as well as assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. I believe he actually spoke about that. Did he not? Yes, he did. Yesterday is pushing for new gun control measures. This is wonderful. Uh, But he's all about the Second Amendment. Don't get him wrong on that, please. Please. No joke. He loves the Second Amendment. Anyway, um, here's what he had to say yesterday. Very beginning, the Second Amendment didn't say you can own any gun you want, as big as you want. You couldn't buy a cannon when, in fact, the Second Amendment passed. Yes, you could. And certain people from the very beginning weren't allowed to purchase guns. Mm-hmm. It's nothing Who? new. It's just rational. No. Again, the lie. Stop lying, bro. Again, the cannon lie. He thinks he's on to something so great there. <laughs> I like this line about cannons. Make sure that one's back in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's not true, even though private citizens could and did own cannons, let's tell everybody that they couldn't. Because, you know, nuclear weapons, obviously, they didn't, they didn't know about that. So let's use the mass destruction weapon of the day, cannons. Cannons. Hey, obviously, you couldn't own cannons yeah yeah you could and uh and again they did <laughs> i just uh, the lying just never ceases they they don't care if anything's true they don't care about being factual they just keep repeating lies over and over and over mm-hmm. and they hope that people are going to uh buy into it uh before we go any further pen and teller oh yeah thanks for sending this y'all a lot of people sent me this Explained the Second Amendment a few years ago. Uh, check this out. Read the words. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. Sure, you need an organized military force to defend your country. But the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is the people in contrast with the militia. It doesn't say mm-hmm. the right of the militia to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It says the right of the people. Now, why the word people? Because the people who wrote this had just fought a war for two years against a tyrannical state militia. They knew the time might come when they'd have to do that again. So they made the possession of weapons a right that the militia could never take away. Now, gun control advocates say the phrasing is clumsy. And the comma separating the state from the people is just a pause to get your breath. Strange, they can't seem to point out any other places where those hack framers f***ed up the wording. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. Good stuff, man. Wow. Yeah. I don't know that I've seen him be political like that before. He's got libertarian streaks through. Oh, he does. Yeah, he's big time libertarian. Very smart guy, too. The guy's a genius. Uh, 888-900-3393. And, of course, uh, <laughs> back is, to our president. He sucks so Jeez. bad. Not only did he do the ghost gun thing and talk about uh, uh, making illegal again the assault weapons. So things like the AR-15 be gone. I got that done before. I'll get it done again. Yeah, worked out really well before, right? Because gun, gun violence went down. Oh, that's right. Not at all. In fact, I think it increased uh, after the... After the ban on so-called assault weapons. Mm. You know, every every single weapon is an assault weapon, right? Because that's what you do with them. Knives are assault weapons. You're assaulting somebody if you use a knife against them. A handgun is an assault weapon because you're assaulting people when you shoot it at people. 
It's asinine. It's just really asinine. Fists. And uh, Joe stumbled again, talking about, uh, I don't know, saying something about prostitutes here. (laughs) (laughs) We're the only outfit in the country Mm -hmm. that is immune. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to prostitutes being sued. Come on. (laughs) Come on. <laughs> no. There's so much there. Imagine being a, a tobacco industry being immune to prostitutes. Nobody's immune to prostitutes. Everybody likes a good prostitute from now on. <laughs> He's been talking with Hunter. Again. He's been on the phone with Hunter quite a bit yeah. lately. <laughs> so hold on, hold on. There's so much there aside from his gaff a minute. Yeah. He goes off script. Don't do it, dude. Uh, you, you know his handlers are like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't. And he did. Okay. So, um, I, I'm sorry, is the pharmaceutical company, they not immune? Hmm? Oh, they are. Hello. Yeah, and he keeps saying it's the only industry. And by the way, they're not immune from prosecution. They're being sued right now. They're not immune Guns. from adjudication anyway. The gun manufacturers. Yeah, the gun manufacturers. Mm-hmm. He's trying to say the gun manufacturers are the only industry in the world that are immune uh, for from lawsuits from prostitutes. And, pr- and prostitutes. Of course, <laughs> yeah, pro- Can we experience? He's trying to say pros- prosecution. Yeah, obviously, we we think. Uh, yeah, we uh, assume. Yeah, we don't know. Let's see. Jeez. Let's see. Immune <sighs> to prostitute being sued. To prostitute being Come on. sued. <laughs> that's, that that's his. Okay. I'm 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 at a dead end. Come on. I mean, was it Remington? Just was sued and lost. Fifty million or something, a fifty million dollar lawsuit, somewhere in that neighborhood, just recently. Yeah, it was more since they were bankrupt. It was more the uh, yeah the insurance, insurance company. company. But still, I mean, it, the point is that they that lost. was under that umbrella. Yeah, you can sue gun manufacturers. You can't sue the pharmaceuticals right now. You can't sue Pfizer if you have a problem with your vaccine. Problem with the vet? What are you talking? If that was the case, I mean, if there were any problems, yeah. If you know, obviously there, this aren't. is hypothetical Pat Gray world, right? That we're talking about. Oh, right. by the way, uh, speaking of, you need to go to overtime today. Uh, BlazeTV.com. Use code More Unleash. It's not going to last much longer, but we're going to talk about there's some interesting uh, discussion about vaccines. Okay, uh, that are now mm-hmm. making their way to the sport world. So you go to BlazeTV dot com slash pat mm-hmm. and enter the promo code more unleashed and you get fifteen dollars off mm-hmm. pretty awesome all right let me tell you about iTarget pro as long as we're talking about guns let's uh let's also talk about a way that you can practice with your guns safely and at home and you don't have to be hassled by anybody at any time uh as if criminals in america weren't enough authorities have uncovered an entirely new category of crime it's called uh crime tourism it's when criminals come to the united states on tourist visas burglarize a bunch of homes and then take the loot back over the border uh sadly being prepared is now a necessity thankfully there's iTarget pro this revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you're going to save a ton of money on ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Really easy. You can get the kids involved because there's no bullets, there's no uh, danger involved here. Dry fire training will help develop muscle memory, sharpen your target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, 
all kinds of things. And of course, make it really safe. And you can practice right inside your own home. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with your AR-15 as well. Go to iTargetPro.com right now. Save 10% plus get free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. Smartest way for you to practice. It pays for itself in a day. The letter I, then TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com offer code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. It's the only industry that is immune to prostitutes. Mm. It's the only one. It's the only one? The only one that (laughs) other people can't resist prostitutes. Only the gun manufacturers can resist a prostitute. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Huh. I don't know why. You don't know why? I don't know why they're immune to it. Well, you've been in politics there, Joe, mm-hmm. for what half a century. Not a right. joke. Not, Not a, a joke. joke. Not a joke. Not a joke. Um, would you say that your uh, industry is immune to prostitutes? Not at all. Yeah, no. I don't think so. Didn't not think in so. the least. Hey, Joe, um, I don't know if this is the time you want to do this or not, but mm-hmm. you want to flash back? Because uh, yesterday when I was looking for this clip of you using the word prostitute, I found another clip from, well, half a century ago. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so that, that key word came up. Uh, Prostitutes? It sure did. So, All Joe, right. here's what happened. It's like, mm-hmm. we've played a little bit of this in the past, but th- it's a longer clip. Okay. And back when you were first running for the U.S. Senate there. Was I with a prostitute? Uh, probably five minutes okay. after this clip, sure. All right. Let's Senator see. Biden, it's nice to have you here <laughs> as the youngest member of the Senate, the one, therefore, who may expect the longest <laughs> career there. I wonder if you'd say to us... <laughs> Since yep. it's clear that you're not corrupt and you got elected, why should people think that the system produces corrupt results when there you are? There you are. Well, I'm not sure you should assume I'm not corrupt, but yep. I'm thank you uh, for that, though. Yeah, you're the uh, thank system you. does produce right. corruption, you. and in, in, I think implicit in the system is corruption, when in fact, mm-hmm. whether or not you can run for public office, and it costs a great deal of money to run for the United States Senate, even from a small state like Delaware, uh-huh. uh, you have to go to those people who have money. And they always want something. Uh-huh. We were told that we politicians and young kids say rip off the American public. I think the American public, in a way, rips off we politicians by forcing us to run the way they do. To raise $300,000 is no mean feat. And unless you happen to be some sort of anomaly, like myself being a 29-year-old candidate and can attract some attention beyond your own state, it's very difficult to raise that money from a large group of people. I'm a 29-year-old oddball. The only reason I was able to raise the money is I was able to have a national constituency to run for office. Because I was 29, I'm like the token black or the token woman. I was the token young person. I went to the big guys for the money. I was ready to prostitute myself in the the manner in which I talk about it. But what happened was they said, come back when you're 40, son. Weird. Okay, you were... So much. I mean, I don't even know... He was ready to prostitute himself? right. (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what he was saying there was you have to play ball with these guys. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you the money, but you got to do something in return. He was going to do that, obviously. He said so himself. Yep. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. And and, and notice that Wow. Can we just point out he has been screwing up numbers since he was in his 20s. Yeah. 300 uh, 300,000, which by the way, bargain now. Yeah. 
300,000. That, that, that won't get you a, a city council seat now. I, but guys, I'm ready to prostitute myself. Mm-hmm. Come on. No. Big guys for the money. I was ready to prostitute myself in the, man, in the manner in which I talk about it. Yeah, you were. But what happened was like they father, said, come like back son. when you're 40, son. Come back when huh. By the way, he looked 40 there. Yeah. 40-something. Yeah. 29. Okay. Jeez. Wow. I, I hate how... That 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 interviewer guy was Nostradamus, basically. Well, so you'll probably have the longest career in the Senate since you're the youngest right now. Oh, mm-hmm. yay! Us. Mm-hmm. And oh. uh, yeah, we're still being punished for that. Plus, he contradicted himself. He said mm-hmm. that that because he was uh, young, that they were willing to part with the money, give him the money, I guess, in return for no favors. Isn't that what he was saying? And then. He tells us that when he went to him, they said, come back when you're 40, son. <laughs> what? Well, so which is it? Did they give you the money because you're young? Or did they tell you, beat it? You're too young. Really bizarre. I don't know, but guys, don't you understand? I'm ready to prostitute myself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand that. And here he is. And after 50 years of prostituting himself. Right. And boy, Hunter learned well. And he's made $13 million in the last couple of years. Uh, how do you do that? I wonder. Hmm. hmm. Certainly not by prostituting himself. No, no. Dude's a public servant. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and do you remember when Biden said he was going to bring back respect for America? Yeah. He, we're going to be respectable again. and Working our, out really well. Countries all over the world, we're going to be... <laughs> We're going to be, uh, hey, America's back again, and this is great. Yeah, must must we go over the list again? I mean, Afghanistan, uh, boy, mm. our allies love us there. Oh, yeah. France withdrew their diplomat after we pissed them off. First time in our nation's history. Mm-hmm. Also in our first time in our nation's history, Britain votes to, Parliament votes to censure, uh, what was it, uh, admonish uh, American president. Mm-hmm. Uh, so look at that respect. Now what's going on, Pat? And and look at the fact that others have taken the lead uh, mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. from the United States of America. Yep. Macron has been the one dealing with Putin. Um, Boris Johnson goes to Ukraine and is hobnobbing with Zelensky. I mean, that's usually... In between photo shoots. America, America's position in the world. We're usually the ones who are doing that. Well, now comedians in other countries are openly mocking us. Oh, this is from, is it Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> nice. Okay. Oh, hey, Joe, get back here. There we are. Thank you very much. Today, we're going to talk about the crisis in Spain. Yeah, we're going to talk about the crisis in Africa. Yeah, Russia. Yeah, Russia. <laughs> and I want to talk about the president of Russia. Yeah, Putin. Yeah, Putin. Putin, listen to me. I have very important message to you. The message is... Oh, no, he fell asleep. Wake and up. And the president of China... Oh, he didn't finish Russia. Thank you to correct me, first lady. Kamala, by the way, up there with him. <laughs> Thank you very much. God bless you. And God bless. Thank you all. Hallelujah. Clap to your president. 
Go out to a prison right now! <laughs> wow. <laughs> there you go. Kind of weird, but Kinda okay. Weird, yeah. I, I, you know, uh, it's about like Saturday Saturday Night Live speed. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then there's it's a about dude, their speed. A dude playing Kamala there. <laughs> yeah. It, it would appear. Which is fine because we have chicks playing dudes mm-hmm. on SNL, so why not? Or in real life. Or in real life. And as it were now, of sorts. Uh-huh. Of sorts. <laughs> kind of a pudgy little guy playing uh, Biden know. there, too. You know, was that too? Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's that's what you got for a show, huh? And it ha- probably had to be a man playing Kamala because... Yeah. Clap for your president! Clap for your president! <laughs> they had to catch uh, the pudgy little Biden oh, yeah. character. Good point. Because he fell backwards. And so... Fell <laughs> <laughs> oh, backwards. So, so, so now we're being mocked on the world stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, something mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with uh, before now. And, and I've never seen kind of scale. any skit like that yeah. come from Saudi right. Arabia. Mm-hmm. Never seen that before. Uh, speaking of being an embarrassment, uh, here he is yesterday, oh, completely ignoring the press. Wearing his mask outside, that's awesome. Now watch this, he gets closer to the White House, and he takes it off. You're about to go in, though, I thought you were going to protect people. What's happening here, man? Man, he is dumb. And he does walk like an old guy now. Uh-huh. Now? Okay, I barely made it he over the He doesn't know grass. when to even act with his little mask. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, he is dutifully ignoring the press, though, because yeah. it used to be that he'd stop and yell something back at him. He doesn't do that anymore. Mm. So he's minding his his handlers, I think. I, you know they tell him not to do that. Yeah. You know they don't answer any questions. Just ignore him. Go straight, straight to the White House, sir. Mr. But, but what if they yell at me? It doesn't matter. What if I have a ignore them? But ignore them. What if they say something to me? Yeah, that's it doesn't wrong matter. And I want to correct. It's it. okay. Don't don't worry about that right now. We'll take care of that. Okay. You're not nearly as smart as I thought you were. <laughs> as smart as I thought you were. Yeah. So. Uh, hmm. So there you go. He sat down one time, by the way, uh, in 2022 with a journalist thus far. Just one one interview. Wow. And what was it like? A hundred for Obama or more. Oh, gosh. And 70 or 80 times for Trump. And it's once. Once with Joe Biden. It's because he can't handle it. I mean, I'm surprised. I'm almost surprised they let him do it once because he's terrible. And you can't count on him at all. You don't know what's going to happen in an interview with Joe Biden. You have no idea. So in his first year... Uh, Trump did 92 sit-down interviews. 92, okay. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to find the Obama number, but... It's more than that. Yeah, uh, but anyway, so, well, of course, he had a friendly press. I mean, there's yeah. a difference between going to war with, with, with the guy sitting across from you asking you all these questions that are just ridiculous and sitting down for a, hey, w- what, what has enchanted you the most about the office? Right, but... Trump didn't have that. He sat down 92 times with people. That's what I'm That's saying. Incredible. That's what I'm saying. Right. 92 as opposed to... One? I, I see 113. I don't know For if that's Obama, Obama but yeah, I, that's I can't Obama. tell if that's his first year. Anyhow. I think it is. But but as far as a degree of difficulty, uh, Trump's was oh much more of a gauntlet than anything Obama ever had to face. And so no Biden has a, has a friendly press. Mm-hmm. And yet sits down for one so far in the last three and a half months. I mean, he's got a press that is so friendly 
that when his wife sat down with Jake Tapper and Tapper asked him about all of her husband's gaffes, all she had to say was, don't go there. Uh, don't go there? Right. Don't go there. Okay. <laughs> this, I mean, uh, that was it. This article is from October of 2021. And at that point, Biden had only done 10 sit downs compared to the 92 Trump did in his first year. Jeez. It's really something else. That is something else. All right. 888 Uh We're going to give you a little indication of uh, what our presidents used to be like uh, back in the day. See, I mean, this was a long time ago now, it seems like. Yeah. It seems like the, the aughts, you know, the 2000s were a thousand years ago now in some ways. Sure and in do. some ways it seems like yesterday. But uh, you're going to... You're going to miss the guy that was the president <laughs> during the aughts when we show you this. Yeah, he was spotted yesterday. Yeah, he was. Out in public. Having some fun at a baseball game. We'll get into that uh, coming up. Also, uh, a new experimental COVID drug showing real promise. Tell you about that. Hmm. Uh, and Saki, Jen Saki, talking about the Putin price hike. Got to get into that as well. Coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> Is unleashed. Got some tweets here. Fuhrer Brandon tweets, You can sue the gun manufacturers because they don't fund the DNC, but you can't sue the pharmaceutical industry ah. because they do fund the DNC. <laughs> Plain and simple. <laughs> I love it. About sums it up. Uh, Devin Crossley tweets, Joe Biden is going to be the best gun salesman. I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah. Squatching duck. Biden looked 40 when he was 29 because it was so difficult finishing in the bottom of his law school class. Probably had to prostitute himself there, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. Rowdy introvert, now Joe Burden, is focusing on limiting prostitutes' ability to litigate. Always looking to protect his son, Hunter, isn't he? Oh. Hmm? Yeah. To the heart of the matter there. Uh, yesterday, the Texas Rangers uh, played their first home game. Mm-hmm. And guess who was on hand? George W. Bush. <laughs> yeah, he was. We don't see him around very often, no. but uh, he was spotted yesterday. There he is sitting with one of his daughters. Uh-oh, look, Laura comes up, wipes his mouth for her. <laughs> he sees the camera. <laughs> Laura, you're, you're embarrassing me now by wiping my mouth. I could do it myself. Look at that. Look. I just wiped my own mouth. <laughs> that was cute. Uh, adorable. Adorable, yeah. That's great. So it looks like he had pretty good seats. Yeah, on the field. Mm-hmm. Right on the field. Right on the field. And uh, those are not cheap. Although he probably gets them for free. <laughs> I'm guessing, I'm guessing he doesn't have to pay for a seat. Mm. Ranger Stadium when he used to be part owner of the of the team. Uh, the other day, Chuck Todd had this to say about, about inflation mm. and uh, what's going on there. With our so, why is everybody upset about the economy? Yeah. It's this number, 7.9%. Oh. When Biden took office, the inflation rate was sitting at 1.4%. But as we've been digging huh. out from COVID, sure. all this money thrown into the economy, uh-huh. we see what the inflation rate is doing. The question is, yeah. they're going to stop going up? Because this is why folks do not think this is a good economy. Oh, that's interesting because <laughs> was it four weeks ago? Was it a month ago even when he was singing a slightly different tune? Mm-hmm. 
for, you know, Biden right now is Americans want him to fix that, but it's not clear that he can. I want to go back to this, Jen. I mean, I, I 51% believe the economy's in a recession or depression. I mean, yeah. look, it, it's just not true. I know. Our, this economy is frustrating. This economy with COVID has been, I've got money and I can't find something. But my God, uh -huh. there's jobs. There's good jobs. Is this a right-wing echo chamber is better than the Democratic echo chamber? Or for sure. Echo chamber? Okay. Or is, Are you kidding me? Is there me? something else missing here? I mean, for sure, the right-wing the right right, echo chamber is always better than the Democratic echo chamber. For sure. All right. So that's so bizarre. Arrogant piece of garbage. Oh, Chuck man. And now all of a sudden he's like, well, here's why everyone's upset. Uh... The inflation rate's really high, but a month ago, what the inflation rate wasn't high at all? It was no big deal. You, you had money, you just couldn't find something yeah. in the store. <laughs> I mean, come on. You can't find something on the shelf? It's just not true. Everything's fine. Everything's great. The economy's fantastic right now. And this guy's a liar. Thank you. I love the fact that they always claim right, right. that Republicans have this stranglehold on PR in this country. <laughs> the echo chamber. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Jeez, they have absolutely everything except some podcasts and talk radio and Fox News, as we've gone over a million times. They have everything else. Mm -hmm. Virtually every major newspaper virtually every network television station uh they have magazines they have movies with a stranglehold all of hollywood every tv show on prime time mm -hmm. every every movie that comes out i mean it's but but republicans <laughs> Republicans' echo chamber is so much stronger than Democrats. Right, right. Really? Uh, music? Oh, yeah, music. Uh, now they've yes. taken over our All forms of entertainment. Sports. sports ESPN. <laughs> Jeez. The Weather Channel yeah. is doing the bidding of the left wing. Come on, man. That's, That's incredible. Republican echo chamber. That's cute. <laughs> you, keep, you keep believing that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they have every single superstar on this planet. We have Donnie and Marie Osmond. So, uh, I guess they're power, more powerful than the all the rest of Hollywood and entertainment put together. Donnie apparently. and Marie Osmond reference. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. huh. All right. I wasn't, I wasn't Engel, top Engelbert of Humperdinck, is that better? We got Engelbert Humperdinck. Do you even know who Engelbert sure, Humperdinck is? Sure, I mean... Do we have anybody in the last <laughs> no. half century? No. Uh -uh. No, we don't. So. Hey, Kid Rock. Okay, Kid Rock. We do have him, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Uh, all right. <laughs> now, to explain uh, Chuck Todd's situation, his new thinking, I guess, okay. on, uh, on inflation, uh, Saki kind of cleared everything up yesterday. Okay. which is great. That's she told good. us who's to blame for all of this. Um, so because of the actions we've taken to address uh, Putin, the Putin price hike, we are in a better oh place than we were. Because of the actions they've taken on the Putin price hike. Last month. Um, uh -huh. But we expect March CPA, CPI headline inflation to be extraordinarily elevated right. due because to Putin's price hike. Putin's and price we expect hike. a large okay. difference between core and headline inflation reflecting the global I disruptions in energy and food markets. Okay, I can't, I can't even listen to her anymore. Oh my gosh, that's unbelievable. She goes on to explain that 
you know, since March, it's gone up. Yes, nobody disputes that. Since March and the invasion, yes, the price of gas has gone up. But it went up long before that. It's It went up the entire year that Joe Biden has been in office because he's been shutting down opportunities for oil companies to drill for more oil. He took us from energy independence to energy dependence. And that's why he had to go groveling to the Saudis and the Iranians and the Venezuelans. I mean, he couldn't even grovel to the Canadians. He went to enemies instead. Right, right. And, and Canada has been begging, begging. us to take our their oil through the Keystone yeah. Pipeline. They're like, you guys want more oil? Uh, hello? You know, we're right here. Uh, we are the third largest producer of oil in the world. Uh, hello? Yeah, no, we shut that down on literally day one of this presidency. Don't mm-hmm. be bugging me again with that, Justin. And and the left likes to say, oh, that oil wasn't going to be ready until 2023 when he shut it down anyway. Well, gee, the calendar's just a few months away from 2023. I wonder if the price of oil is still going to be high then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Over it, man. I know. Today's the day. It's agonizing. <laughs> it really is agonizing. Today is the day. Uh, meanwhile, Kamala Harris has been ignoring the mask mandates. Jen Psaki was asked about that, too, yesterday. <laughs> there was a photo, as uh, Jackie said, and there there are moments when yeah, she was human, and uh, she didn't have a fat mask on in a photo, um, fat, oh but she has gosh. worn the mask, fat and mask. certainly that is what we want to con- convey to the American people. Is it because of the photo, because it's an important <laughs> day, and the photo will live for decades? That we all understand. I mean, I'm wearing a mask today. I don't always wear a mask. Yeah. Is that the reason? I think it was a decision made in the moment. Um. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so it's fine for her anyway. Yeah. Don't worry about that. That's uh, Kamala's She's human. human. She's human. I mean, seriously. Don't worry about it. Okay? Just get off us. Mm-hmm. Get off us. <laughs> oh, did you see, though, that uh, speaking of masks, they're coming back in Philadelphia. Saw that. I mean, there's not going to be a problem in Philadelphia with COVID until Monday when the mask mandate is reinstituted. Oh, okay. That's when they're anticipating That's, the problem yeah. again. Okay. It's like a sure. it's like a weather forecast. They're like, oh boy, come Monday. <sighs> Can't believe it's happening again. It's restarting again. You know, my uh, two year old granddaughter is sick, and so her mom took her to the doctor yesterday. They here's here's the situation in Texas. They didn't even test her for COVID. <laughs> she's got a fever. She's got the cough. She doesn't feel good. She's been, you know achy and uh they tested her for the flu and that was it didn't even do a covid test now the first thing they did when you were sick uh months ago was test you for covid and then if you were negative for that they tested you for the flu or whatever else they didn't even test for covid that's how covid free we've been in texas they don't expect it to even show up here and now you're going back to the mask mandates? I'm telling you, if, Come on. if you are wearing a mask now against your will, I'm not talking about the people that are terrified by their own shadow and believe everything the government tells you, even though the 200 years track record is uh, an F in that category, but that's another issue. But if you are wearing that mask now because mm-hmm. you are being told by a government and no other reason, you just want to follow the law, the ordinance, don't say law, then you're an enabler. For tyranny, quite uh-huh. frankly, at this point. I mean, you have had two years to push back, 
and they're going to start creeping this stuff back in, and you're going to – Philadelphia, I'm talking to you, and every other city right now where they're thinking in the hallways, you know, we should bring this back too. Yeah, we could do that here too. Now, I mean, it's now or never, quite frankly, if you want to live free. And the FAA, by the way, that mask mandate expires on Monday. You have the head of the FAA. Yeah, we'll see if it, it does uh-huh. indeed, or do they extend it. What, what, did, the, what did they say? They said uh, an extension is <clears throat> – on Most the table. definitely on the table. Yeah. Screw you. Yeah. Let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. Um, because trying to sell your home is a big, big challenge. It's the biggest investment you make in your life, chances are. And uh, you want to make sure it goes really well. Selling your home, you want to you want to sell it quickly and for the most amount of money. Because if you don't sell it quickly, you're not going to get the most amount of money out of it. And when you're buying a home, you want to get the most for your money. So you need a realtor who's going to be able to help you do that. Somebody who knows the ropes, knows the market, knows what people are looking for in a home. Because they're with uh, buyers all the time, and they're successful at at selling people's homes. Real estate agents I trust. This is Glenn's company that he started because of all the problems he had with his realtor in Connecticut. And it just didn't work out well. So he made sure that you could have a realtor that you're comfortable with. That's why they all have to be fans of the show and they have to be really good at what they do and committed to what they do. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com Pat Ray. Yeah. Also on this uh, same front, Dr. Fauci changed his mind again. (laughs) That we're going to see that each individual is going to have to make their calculation of the amount of risk that they want to take in going to indoor dinners and going to functions, even within the realm of a green zone map of the country where you see... Everything looks green, but it's starting to tick up. So you're going to make a question and an answer for yourself. For me as an individual, for you as an individual. That's all we're asking. What is my age? What is my status? Do I have people at home who are vulnerable that if I bring the virus home, there may be a problem? So we're at that point where, in many respects, she's correct, that we're going to have to live with some degree of virus in the community. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about over there. You talking to me? You talking to me, Tony, huh? <laughs> he has it both ways every single time. We've been time. begging for two years. Just let us make our own decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's literally That's all we, we have asked, asked for. Exactly right. We're, we're adult human beings. We can make up our own mind. And then, you know what? If I make the wrong choice, it's on me. Yep. It's on me. It's not on you. Isn't so. that the same argument we've been making for seatbelts? Yes. Forever? It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's on yeah, me. But I if, love I, it. if I fly through the window, thank you, thank you, the windshield, yeah. <laughs> and become like a human missile. I love that argument. It's that awesome. Kills someone else right. in the next car. Then it was that other person's time, obviously. Like, <laughs> I, guess, I could see that happening yeah, to me. Oh, man. Like, I'm wearing my seatbelt, dutifully <laughs> driving around, and all of a sudden, Pat Gray comes at me. Face <laughs> like person, a missile. No! I'm mean, a human <laughs> missile. 
and I smash right into you and kill you dead. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. It was my time. <laughs> if that's me. how I'm gonna go, no kidding. You got us. I'm gonna go right, similarly on that one. Yeah, I, there, I, when I die, it will be something very similar to that. Why not be uh, subject to a Pat Gray missile? That was the actual argument across the board in the beginning. Yes. Was well, you could become a human missile, and then it's not your choice. Right, because you you flew through the windshield into the other windshield and killed the person in the other car. <laughs> really? Yeah. How many times has that happened in human history? <sighs> and so, so hold on a second. Oh, hold on. If it's wear a mask indoors <laughs> mm-hmm. but not outdoors, uh, that that'd be like wearing a seatbelt outside, like outside of your car, right? Be yeah, the same kinda. principle, right? Mm-hmm. So you have dopey president guy walking from the helicopter to the White House wearing his mask. Right. I mean, it's the same as wearing a seatbelt out there. Assuming you... that That's assuming they work. Yeah. If you actually believe yeah. that they help you. Yes. Human missile time. By the way, there's an experimental drug that halved, cut in half the death rate among critically ill COVID mm. patients who are receiving supplemental oxygen and were at high risk for serious lung disease and death. According to the drug's developer, which is, uh, I believe, Pfizer, mm. there's a pressing need for new treatments for critically ill patients. Drugs like Paxlovid, made by Pfizer, are aimed at primar- primarily at patients who have mild or moderate mm-hmm. disease. Other treatments administered to hospitalized patients in serious condition have shown limited effectiviness. But this one, yeah, uh, Sabizabulin, sure. reduced death rates among hospitalized COVID-19 patients so drastically in a clinical trial that independent safety monitors recommended stopping it early. Okay, it's helping too many people. (laughs) It's helping too many people live. Stop the trial. Wow. Stop it immediately. We can't find a cure for this thing. What? Why would you stop the trial because it's so effective? What a weird... What a weird situation that is. So we've got I mean, a- listen to this again. The new drug, and then it names it, uh-huh. reduced deaths among hospitalized COVID-19 patients so drastically in a clinical trial that independent safety monitors recommended stopping the trial early? What? Because it was so effective? They what? Like, we got all we need here? Uh, maybe. I would just like to point out that uh, there's a patent on this. So, um, obviously, we're going to have access to it. There is a patent on it? Right. By the, by the company that made this, Pfizer, right? So, no, it's not Pfizer. Oh. It's Veru. Okay. I, I've never heard of Veru. Okay. Inc. So, in other words, there's stock that, that, that is asa- associated with this as opposed to another drug that might work. Yes, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. Results haven't been peer-reviewed yet or mm. published in a medical journal. So, who knows if this will ever show up works too on the good, market. Too yeah. well. Too I'm well. sorry, that works. So, <laughs> we don't want to hear about it anymore. Pat Gray. I uh, got some tweets here uh, from Struggling Lumby. With an I and two Y's. So, that's fun. Uh, it's a good spelling of Lumby. Uh, there is no way Pat could fly through his windshield into Keith's car because uh, they'd have no reason to be on the same road 
Just saying. <laughs> that's a fun. That's true. Yeah, that's good. That's true. <laughs> Unless we got into a head-on collision here in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're both going really fast in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, it's about the only way that. It's about could the happen. only way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jitty kayak enthusiast <laughs> tweets: They want to lock back down so desperately. Yeah, yeah, they do. The only reason they aren't is they're already facing a political bloodbath for the midterms. They don't want to extend that to multiple election cycles. Mm. Mm. Yeah, uh, I, I think they do understand. We're pretty well done with it. That's why even Fauci is saying, well, who, maybe... Uh. <laughs> I just went through a whole bunch That's of good. different... Hold on. Uh, what did, variations who did we hear of there? voices. We heard Arlen Specter. I caught him. <laughs> But there Maybe was, Jeffy in there somewhere. Jeffy was in there, yeah. <laughs> it feels like there might have been a, a tinge of Al Gore for just a moment. For, uh, for half a second. Yeah. 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 So yeah. so tell us, what, what would Anthony Fauci say? <laughs> well, he was saying that, uh, yeah. you know, you should decide as individuals. What, oh, and he would say it like that? You. Yeah, he'd just say it he like that. He would just say it like that? Yeah, that's what he, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. He lost his accent completely. Okay. I don't know why. Wow. Must it's really have. weird. Must have been from the COVID. Yeah, positive. I think it was. Wait, has he ever had COVID? Not that I can remember. I don't think so. Wait hmm. a minute. And he's what, 82? So it's probably a good thing that he didn't, didn't get the COVID. Yeah, it's real good. <clears throat> yeah. Let's see. Oh, no, he got it back oh, in he uh, did? May of 2020. Okay. Wow. He got it early on, hmm. in fact. A pioneer. Huh. Okay. <clears throat> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. This is kind of cool. Uh, a dad walking through Disney with a uh, Disney message on it that says "Walt, not woke." <laughs> I he, love this. Uh, it's a handmade shirt that he he did himself, I guess, and it caused quite a stir. Apparently, <clears throat> a lot of the employees loved it. Uh, Dan Geffers and his family <clears throat> said uh, they had already purchased Disney tickets for himself, his wife, and their two daughters to go spend two days at two different parks at Disney in Orlando. Uh, going with them were a friend of their daughters, as well as uh, Michelle Deepa, of course we all know Michelle, and her daughter, Allison Stromsky. Of course, I don't think she goes anywhere without Allison, does she? But uh, two days after they bought the tickets, they saw on the news how Disney Parks diversity and inclusion manager, Vivian Ware, announced the company has removed all of the gendered greetings like ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, Disney Television Animation executive producer, Latoya Raveno, also boasted in an interview internal meeting about how she's inserting the not not at all secret gay agenda we played that for you into children's programming and added queerness wherever she can oh, it's agonizing. wedge it in there the news came out after disney ceo bob chapek and the rest of the disney corporation had already launched into a battle with florida governor ron DeSantis over the parental rights bill uh that was it for me geffers told Epic Times, I didn't want to go anymore. So I made calls to see about getting a refund on my tickets. Unfortunately, he couldn't. Two separate calls, put him on hold for at least 20 minutes each time. He finally gave up, and the seven of them just decided to go. After all, seven tickets for a two-day trip to two parks had already cost him over $2,000. 
Yeah, I mean, yes. You're lucky if it's only two thousand dollars for seven people. Uh-huh. Uh I can't. I don't even want to think about. It. I I never added it up exactly because I don't want to know. Yeah. Just how much we spent at Disney this last uh, time. I hear you. Oof. It would have been a tremendous waste, he said. So then they got an idea. It involved a plain white T-shirt and a couple of Sharpies. <laughs> On the back, uh, Geffers wrote, Hello, boys and girls, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and on the front, he wrote, Walt, not woke. Yeah. While he wasn't sure how people were going to respond, Geffers said he needed to do something to express how he felt about what was going on at the happiest place on earth. On the first day, Geffers and the rest of his entourage went to Disney's Magic Kingdom. According to Geffers, they hadn't even gotten into the park before he noticed people pointing, whispering, smiling, and making comments. Walt, not woke, seemed to be the favorite. Uh-huh. That's okay. great. That is great. Yes, it is. Uh, I was very surprised, Geffers said, recalling how even the employees were directing guests toward the entrance, were commenting, saying, nice t-shirt, and I like your shirt. <laughs> when they got inside and proceeded toward the gate for admission, more employees made comments on how they liked the shirt. It was nice to hear, he says. Once inside the park and throughout the day, many people came up and wanted to take a picture with him, <laughs> saying, I have to send this to my husband. Awesome. He didn't want me to come today, or I'm going to send this to my buddy. He's going to get a kick out of this. <laughs> Some people would just tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, thanks for wearing that sh- T-shirt. Cool. Or I like your shirt. Mm-hmm. He even made sure he uh, to get a picture of himself in the T-shirt with his daughters. What really surprised Geffers was when he went to one of the concession stands to get some ice cream bars and popcorn for the girls. I handed her the money to pay for it, and she said, it's on Mickey. I like your shirt. Oh, wow. And I was like, hmm, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) On the second day, Geffers said he and the gang went to Hollywood Studios. His t-shirt drew a lot of attention there as well. He'd see people walking by, snapping pictures, and tapping friends and family members on the shoulder to point and smile. More notable, Gever said, uh, they did not notice or hear any negative comments. How great. Neither did his daughters or the other people of the group. Mm. It just shows you that we're the majority here. Most Americans feel this way. Most Americans are, are more traditional in their feelings than Disney has been lately. And they certainly don't want their children being indoctrinated by Disney and Disney TV shows. So you're an old buddy-duddy. <clears throat> yeah. You don't yes, want I am. sex talk. No. To, with kindergartners. Mi- mixed in with kindergarten classes I, I or do not. Disney cartoons. No, I do wow. not. Wow. I know. What a hateful jerk. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. You know, we all forget <clears throat> that this extremist movement is fairly new. And it's it's not everybody I mean, it's mostly the rank and it's mostly the elites in the Democrat Party. I don't think even the rank and file Democrats are are okay with sexualizing the curriculum for children. You know, we played for you yesterday the 1994 bill, no sexualiz- no sexualizing curri- curriculum for young students. In the overtime. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was overtime. It wasn't <laughs> you got to sign up, show. y'all. That's right. So, but we played that in overtime, and in 1994, even Ted Kennedy and Joe Biden were against the sexualization of their children with the curriculum in uh, in in schools. And I think it was kindergarten; it was K through 12. 
wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's K through 12. And that was just 1994. It's not. It wasn't 1865. Yeah, they threatened to restrict federal funds if you didn't comply with this. Joe Biden voted for that bill. And it's a bill that goes much further than the Florida bill does. But somehow Biden now vehemently is, is opposed to the Florida bill. Now he really wants, I guess he really wants kids taught about alternative lifestyles uh, and alternative sexual lifestyles in particular. I mean, what happened in the past 28 years to make Joe Biden do a complete 180 on this issue? Well, he became a radical leftist. I'm fairly confident that, that prominent Democrats once knew what a woman is. In fact, it's only really been in the last two or three years that that has changed. They can't define a woman anymore. In fact, apparently a woman can have penises. Women can. And men can menstruate and get pregnant. The left used to in the 90s. They used to care about protecting our border. Now they've all done a 180 on it. Let me remind you, though, of how they felt uh, back in the 90s. Legal immigration is wrong. Chuck Schumer. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. Mm-hmm. We need to do simultaneously, you know, secure our borders with technology, personnel, mm-hmm. uh, physical barriers, if necessary, in some places. Mm. If making it easy to be an illegal alien isn't enough, Reread. how about offering a reward for being an illegal immigrant? No, no sane country would do that. I think we should enforce our borders. To have a situation where 40% of the babies born on Medicaid in California today mm-hmm. are born of Dying illegal Feinstein. immigrants creates a very real problem for the state. Mm-hmm. I think we Here's what I'll do. Number one, the borders are more leaking today than they were before 9-11. Leakages. The fact is we haven't done what we need to do to toughen up our borders, and I will. We simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States Hmm. undetected, undocumented, Hmm. unchecked, and circumventing the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, Hmm. and lawfully uh, to become immigrants in this country. Really? Barack Obama, by the way. I mean, that is unbelievable. What happened to all that? Now they're complete radicals and they just want the open border. Everybody, come on in. We don't care. In fact, here's a cell phone. Uh, to use just for taking the trouble of sneaking in illegally to our country. They used to, the left used to be considerably more moderate on abortion too. Even if they were pro-abortion, usually that meant that abortions could occur within the first trimester. Now they want no restrictions. Zero. The Second Amendment. I mean, that used to be sacrosanct. Even Democrats would at least pay lip service to the Second Amendment. Now they say things like, hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Of course, Biden hedged his bet yesterday by saying he was pro-Second Amendment, but then um, went with the cannon lie again, (laughs) that you couldn't own a cannon back in the day of the founders, which of course you could. They used to give lip service to the uh, Constitution of the United States and the Founding Fathers. Now, to them, the U.S. Constitution is nothing but promotion of human slavery, and the Founders were just racist 
religious zealots. There was a time when even for Democrats, capitalism was obviously the best economic system in the world, in the history of the world. But now many, if not most, Democrats openly disavow it. And more than that, they demonize anyone with wealth. Unless your name is Warren Fat Piece of Crap Buffett or (laughs) Bill Gates. (laughs) Democrats have become just naked Marxists who support and promote every form of uh, perversion. It's a word I'm groping for. Degradation. Everything that comes along. Every new woke thing. They're for it. They're for it. And they're for teaching our children about it. And indoctrinating our children with it. But yet, they're the ones who call the right radicals. We're the Nazis. We're the bad people. We're the ones who have gotten completely out of control. I mean, take a look at what has happened to that party over the last 30 years, certainly. It's staggering what's going on. Uh, Let me tell you about uh, Masterworks. Take a minute here and tell you about uh, something you can invest in that is unique and fantastic. Tensions in Europe are boiling over. Inflation, of course, at 40-year highs. And some analysts predict stock returns of less than 4% until 2030. So, how are some Americans preparing for economic uncertainty? Well, many are investing their money in an unexpected commodity, not natural gas, oil, or gold, even though all investments involve risk. Some experts believe this is even a better hedge against inflation. And its price has outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% from 1995 to 2021. So what is it? It's contemporary art. I know, it's shocking. But after the 2008 crash, tons of wealthy investors used art to defend their wealth. And thanks to Masterworks, you can too. This revolutionary app has made multi-million dollar paintings investable. In other words, you can invest paintings without needing to buy the entire thing. It's genius. To discover how to participate alongside over 350,000 members... Go to masterworks.io slash unleashed. That's masterworks.io slash unleashed. See the important uh, Regulation A disclosures at masterworks.io slash about slash disclosure. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Welcome to it. We're just <laughs> noticing the Google Doodle today. Oh, good. Another, another really meaningful person is being celebrated. Montserrat Cabale, mm. the uh, Spanish operatic, operatic soprano. Wonderful. Arriba, arriba. Yeah. Thank you. It's, there you go. There, he is. there she is. We lost her, of course. We lost her back oh, in no. 2018 in Barcelona. Um She's no longer with us. Okay. But uh, what a talent. What a talent. Montserrat Cabale. Uh, and I was just looking, so we were a little curious mm-hmm. about some of her music and uh, actually found a performance from 1988 
that featured uh, Freddie Mercury. Oh wow! And Montserrat. Terrific, and it's uh, it's really terrific stuff. And see if we can. Okay, I I know that voice. That's Freddie. That's good stuff. I like it. That's really good. I mean, he's great. Yeah, what a voice. Then, what does she sound like? Well, uh, no, thank you. You don't like that in your pop Uh, music? No, no, I'm thinking no. You know? No. Will she make the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner? Yes. Yes, she will, probably. Montserrat Kabbalah will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner, but I'm not buying any of her CDs. No? No. No. Hmm. Well, not that that's not great, you know. It's beautiful. Oh, wait, wait. That sounds like she's really breaking it down there. Uh, she's really going to get into uh-huh. it here. Uh, oh. Right? Uh, yeah, that's good stuff. No. Yeah, that's good Jesse stuff. Jesse Smollett, though. <clears throat> I bet you'd buy his stuff. Oh, you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. You like him. Uh, he unveiled his song, Thank You, God. It's a song about his jail sentence. Oh, no. And then justice that yeah. felt him. Yeah. Uh, you got you got the wrong one. Hmm. Okay. Jussie Smollett is expressing his feelings the best way he knows how okay. through his art. On Friday. Performance art. The Empire uh, actor took to his Instagram feed to announce that his latest single so he's got other singles i didn't know that i didn't know he sang too yeah i guess so uh so this is his latest single thank you god it's now available across dsps with a hundred percent of the proceeds being donated Mm. to various charitable organizations it's like they're hell-bent here's just a few of the lyrics lyrics. yeah it's like they're hell-bent on not solving the crime taking the out the elements of race and trans and homophobia that straight talking lives oh this sounds good yeah that, that, lives and crime don't rhyme don't tell okay. him he's an artist but turn around and act like i'm the one that killed the strides <laughs> what? maybe we stick together mm. wow that's powerful that's good stuff right? right that's powerful when's the part about the subway sandwich in the noose coming up i don't know let's see if it's in the next verse okay I can't be mad. Take my ego out. Some people searching for fame. Some people chasing that clout. <laughs> Just remember this. This ain't the situation. that situation. You think I'm stupid enough to kill my reputation? Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. That's the B-side version. In fact, we know you are. Yeah. Because all the evidence was against you. Mm-hmm. Uh, on an... On an intro slide ahead of the song's lyrics being displayed on the screen, Smollett wrote, okay. channeling these thoughts the best way I know how. Love you, Jussie. That's good. That's beautiful. As Radar Online notes, the California-born performer received an early release from jail last month after he was able to post his $150,000. Must be nice. Leaving the building just six days into his 150-day-long sentence. And I... Said at the time, I bet he never returns. Mm-hmm. I bet he doesn't have to s- serve another minute in jail. I wonder and if so he, far, that's what it looks like. Maybe he recorded that while he was in jail. The acoustic's pretty good in there. You know, it's almost uh, like maybe. a little recording studio. Yeah. But you're right. He won't go back to jail. I can't believe he's still trying to say he was wrong on this. Let Come it go, Justin. Come on. 
they're hell-bent on not solving the crime. Shut up. Taking black and trans out, race and trans out of it. What What are you talking about? <laughs> race and trans. What was the trans part of that? I don't know. I missed the trans part. I don't know. Let's see. He was out on an evening for a Subway sandwich at 2 o'clock in the morning. It got to go out when it's 30 below. It was only 20 below. Sorry. Don't exaggerate. I sure Keith. did. It was 20 below zero. I colored the news, and I on apologize. On a beautiful for that. Chicago night, aren't they all? Two in the morning, mm-hmm. and uh, and he was in MAGA country. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, downtown Chicago, as you know, mm-hmm. is filled with oh, uh, oh it's just teeming with Trumpites, right? And so, who's going to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame faster, Jesse Smollett or the guy who tried to kill Ronald Reagan, John Hinckley? Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They're both pretty pretty powerful singers. Uh, the Pathead, who runs 1791times.com, yeah. wrote an article yesterday after being inspired by our story about John Hinckley uh-huh. being inducted. Oh, no. John Hinckley inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. John Hinckley, the would-be assassin of conservative president Ronald Reagan, has been released from prison and finally been given his chance to embark on his music career. Hinckley, 66, will begin performing in New York City (laughs) next month on Broadway, where it will be just him and an acoustic guitar on stage. Oh, boy. We told you about that yesterday. Yeah. Word has spread quickly of his musical genius, (laughs) and Hinckley has already been nominated and inducted... (laughs) To the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. Without playing a single note. Good for him, though. Yeah, he deserves it. <laughs> he deserves it. Currently, Hinkley lives with his mother in her basement. No, he actually, she had this to say about her son's talent. Johnny was, Johnny's always been a good boy. He's been practicing that guitar for 40 years while he was away. Mm-hmm. He sounds just as good as Bob Dylan or Neil Young. <laughs> well. Maybe even better. Okay, yeah. I'm glad he's in the Liberal Herb Hall of Fame. You really don't want to get him upset. No, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you, so, you really don't. That's a good point. The venue's scheduled to have metal detectors and uh, seating for six. Seating for six? Seating for six. A lot of people pointed out he uh, must have really taken to those prison stripes because he's still wearing them. There they are. Look at that. Oh, look at the bacon <laughs> collar, though, man. You got to work on that. Fix that. <laughs> Thing is, he looks perfectly healthy, though, doesn't he? He, lo- he looks really good now. So, Pat Gray returns. Got some breaking news. Yeah. The government's latest inflation report is expected to show that consumer prices increased. in the year through March, the fastest rate since 1982, Mm. just 40 years, (laughs) propelled by rising gasoline costs and higher rents, expenses that are stretching budgets and undermining confidence in the U.S. economy. Wait a minute. Is Vladimir Mm. Putin causing rent to go up? Putin price hike. Yeah, it's the Putin price hike. For rent? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For rent, for gas, for food. Stripping out volatile fuel and food. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to strip those out of the number. The report is expected to show that so-called core prices 
only climbed 6.6%. Oh, we got this under control then. 6.6%? That's nothing. (laughs) Once you strip out gas and food, I don't know, two things that are essential and mandatory for life. I... (laughs) Why would you strip out food and fuel? Wow. Stripping out food and fuel. <laughs> uh, and things that, like, if you could just go hungry over the next quarter and not drive anywhere, uh, you'd only, your prices only go up 6.6%. So that means that your housing prices, your rent prices, all of that is going up. Yeah. 6.6%. Because of Putin. The core prices. Because of oh. the damn price. Putin right? price hike. <laughs> um, God, it makes me mad. Yeah, yeah. Well, it should. Darn Putin. Yeah. Uh, chief investment strategist uh, last week uh, from Bank of America told his biggest clients uh, that uh, <laughs> it's time to get out of stocks. The party's over. Quote, the inflation shock is worsening. Uh, Fed rate mm. shock is just the beginning. The recession shock is coming. And wow. by the way, this... Um, this uh, no Russian oil thing. Mm-hmm. I read something where after April 22nd, there's nothing to stop the U.S. from buying Russian oil through third parties. <laughs> of course. Right. After April 22nd, we what can still buy it, it just through somebody else, like a middleman. What do you want to bet? That's exactly what happens. Yeah. And and so, right, this is before this story mm-hmm. came out this morning about the current uh, inflation. It was already set at uh, you're spending an <clears> extra $5,200 uh, from year to year, extra mm-hmm. per household uh, in expenses, just based on where we are with inflation. Fifty two hundred. That seems kind of low, actually. Yeah, yeah, it does. But that's all. That's all the Putin price hike. Putin, yeah. That, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I just hope all Americans understand. <laughs> okay. That's the Putin price hike. Okay. So okay. here's the thumbnail for today's show. If you're looking for Pat Gray Unleashed, okay. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, I want to see Vladimir Putin. At a Federal Reserve uh, printing press. Because he's the one printing the money, too. It's just Pootie Poots there at the old uh, Fed, uh, Mm -hmm. just at the U.S. Mint here in Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's out there just, he's just, these $20 bills just flying right off the printer. What is it we've spent just in the last year? Isn't it something like $7 trillion? $8 trillion? Oh, gosh. It's a lot. That I know. And they just keep printing it. They just keep printing money and giving it to banks. So you're talking about just going through Congress. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, well, so in 2021, <clears throat> the U.S. government spent $6.82 trillion. Okay. That's, see, that's reasonable. It feels like we've <laughs> already been spending more this year. Like though. $7 trillion. <laughs> That's not that bad. Remember olden times when the budget was under a trillion? No. Oh, I don't remember that. When was that? Boy, like 1812? <laughs> Stupid geek. Oh, okay. Remember remember when the U.S. had a... Um, it took us from George Washington uh-huh. to Ronald Reagan to get to a trillion, to get to one trillion dollars. And it's taken from Ronald Reagan to now to go from one to 31 trillion dollars. Uh, wow. So there's something wrong. You know, there's something wrong with yeah. that. Uh, let's see here. So, in, and you remember we had surpluses when you had a mm-hmm. split government, when you had Republicans running Congress and Bill Clinton in the presidency, we had surpluses. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. I'm just looking here at, at these budgets. Uh, my gosh. You used to get fight a war on terror and take care of a first world nation that led the world uh, on a budget of $1.7 trillion. 
And when was 2003. that? 2003. 2003. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not even 20 years ago. Mm-mm. Now, if you go back, let's go back 100 years. When America still had a lot of American values. And we had just come out of a depression in 1920. And then uh, Harding and Coolidge took over. Mm-hmm. And in one year, they cut the budget. Now, you can't even, you seriously, honestly, this is not a joke. No joke. <laughs> not I'm not joke. joking. This is no joke, man. They, you right now, Congress will not cut the budget 1%. In fact, they won't cut the increase of the budget by 1%. They won't do that even. They can't. Back in 1921, 20 to 21, they cut the budget by half. Half. <laughs> 50%. And you're, yeah. I mean, that is unheard of now. You couldn't even, like I said, you can't do it 1% now. Remember when Republicans, Newt Gingrich, the Congress, was trying to keep uh, federal spending just even keel, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was called a budget cut. Right. Oh my gosh, look at what they're doing to the kids and they school didn't lunches. It. Right. They just didn't cut it. Right, right, right. And, <clears throat> and, and they were demonized in all circles. What are you doing to the kids? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And so they were shamed into becoming big spenders again. And and we've had that we ever are. since. Yeah. Had it ever since. So uh, it's <laughs> so not good. So, so I was actually going to school. I was in high school when there was a Bill Clinton presidency and Republicans controlling Congress. And our lunches were really, really good. Okay? Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. Michelle Obama and her husband are in the presidency and the school lunches look like absolute wretched trash pulled out of the mm-hmm. juice of a dumpster mm-hmm. that kids are complaining on social media about. I, I want to know, did the budget go up for that? Or what What did the school budget... No, the budgets were way up for that. So, But yet it was way. garbage food. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. But you're getting such a quality education, though. Think of the quality education uh, that the kids were getting during the Obama years. Oh, during the Obama years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Good stuff. Incredible. All right. Future leaders. Jeez. Being groomed. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Uh, if you're a dog owner, you, you love your dog. Your dog is part of your family, and you want nothing but the best for your dog. So if you're feeding your dog the dry kibble dog food stuff, it's been sterilized so that it lasts on the store shelves uh, about three years. And that bakes all of the goodness out of it. All of the vitamins and minerals and probiotics, antioxidants, the living things that your dog needs to be healthy and active. So... Rough Greens puts back in to your dog's food all of that. It's a dog food supplement. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on top of what you feed your dog already. And most dogs go crazy for this stuff. They absolutely love it. It's like little doggy crack for them. Uh, I know my dog, Bell, loves this stuff. And most other dogs love it. But Rough Greens is great. They want to make sure that you're going to be able to make... uh, you're going to be able to make sure that your dog loves it before you actually commit to buying it. 
So they're going to send you a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out for a couple of days. All you have to pay is the shipping. Go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F greens.com, or call 833-783-3364 and give it a try. 833-783-3364 or roughgreens.com. Pat Gray is unleashed. Lucky Frenchman has decided to dedicate most of his record-breaking $217 million lottery jackpot to a nature foundation. All right. There we go. Oh, that's wonderful. Nature foundation. Good for him. The winner, nicknamed Guy by French lottery group Francais de Jeux. Or is it Guy? Since it's France. Uh, Perhaps. They, uh, he won the sum in December 2020. At the time, the jackpot was the largest in the history of Euro millions. Mm-hmm. Only 217 million? We spit. We spit on a jackpot like that's, that. That's a good point. Yeah, we spit on jackpots like that. <laughs> if it's not a billion dollars, I don't even want to play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, apparently, Guy did anyway... <laughs> And uh, it was a seven-number lottery involving several European countries, including France and the United Kingdom. Wait, it's a multiple-country multiple yeah. deal? And yeah, it's an still EU got thing. And million? It's not, that's terrible. Lame. From my point of view, the priority today is saving the planet, he told the Parisian. We must act. It is an absolute emergency. <laughs> if nothing is done in this regard, all other actions will be in vain. We will no longer exist. Wow. <laughs> Where are uh, they getting this? The brainwashing worked on that one. Oh, my gosh. And look, I mean. How co- old is this guy? 12? Come on. That's <laughs> Greta's Use brother. your noodle. <laughs> Revisiting the moment of his win, Guy or Guy told the <laughs> Le Parisien, uh, he could still remember his doubts and disbelief after he became it became clear that he was indeed the winner. Mm-hmm. He said he made up his mind to put the money to good use. The minute I found out I was the lucky winner of Euro Millions, I had to, I had the will to share my luck, hmm. he told the Parisian. Take this ticket from me before I change my mind. <laughs> I've passed on most of my prize money and will gradually give away almost all of it, he said. The lottery group, FDJ, welcomed his decision to donate most of his prize to saving the environment. The group's spokesperson called it an exceptional and generous gesture. Yeah. And let's add stupid yeah, to yeah. that. I mean, in fairness to him, he's doing what we say, you know, put your yeah, money where your right. mouth is. That is true. And we would say, hey, hypocrite, I thought, uh, you know, why don't you give this money to the environment? Well, he he's did. doing it. So good, good for, for him. him. Yeah, he's stupid, though. Good That's for him. True. What a yep. stupid idiot, though. Uh, then we have this environmental story. A farm, a wind farm company admitted killing 150 eagles in the U.S. and was fined $8 million for that. Almost all died from being hit by the blades. These things are just a menace to birds. It's really sad. I mean, golden you don't want golden eagles being killed. It's one thing that you're killing a bunch of sparrows and stuff, but not golden eagles. 
Get your ugly birds out of here. All right. <laughs> Don't kill my eagles. A renewable energy <laughs> company was given a five-year probation probation and ordered to pay more than $8 million in fines after the death of 150 bald and golden eagles on their wind turbines. Here we go. Nextra Energy, Next Era Energy subsidiary, ESI Energy, pleaded guilty to violating the Migratory Bird Treaty Act. Well, wow. we have a treaty with birds? <laughs> <laughs> How do they clutch the pen and their little talons to sign the treaties? I'm not treaties? sure. Not sure. That's weird. And especially since they're not even real. How does that happen? Uh, that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's like the government's making a treaty with the government. Right. The act prevents anyone from killing or taking parts from protected birds without permission. Well, they're not killing them on purpose. So are you really violating the treaty we, that you made with the birds? <laughs> Golden and bald eagles are further protected by federal law. The company pleaded wow. guilty to three specific deaths, which prompted the fines. Wow, they've got a treaty. Uh-huh. They've got a federal law. Yeah. I mean, Native yeah. Americans got to be looking at this and be like, hey, okay, we're birds, all right? Can we have a treaty you respect? Right. <laughs> the company pleaded guilty to those three, and as part of the case, it also acknowledged the deaths of more than 150 eagles at the company's wind farms in Wyoming, New Mexico, Arizona, California, Colorado, mm. Illinois, North Dakota, and Michigan, among wow. other states. Wow, Illinois has got a wind farm. <clears throat> Who knew? Huh. Prosecutors said the Eagles died over a period beginning 2012 and that 136 of them were killed by being struck uh, by a turbine blade. God. In its plea agreement, ESI agreed to spend up to 20, $27 million dollars during its probationary period, on an eagle management plan to minimize future eagle deaths. How are you going to do that? Yeah. How are you going to... That's a great question. You're going to put signs around it that say, don't fly into the turbines? Stupid. Yeah. Right. And then it's on the (laughs) birds. What do you do? Yeah. At that point, the the birds need to take some personal responsibility. You've done what you can (laughs) for for the birds. Okay. Fly around the turbine. Like, seriously, what? I would love to see this plan. I would, too. <laughs> I would, too. What? What is? What are you going to do? How? Big, giant orange cones. So, like, if okay. you're driving along here in rural Texas and you see a bunch of uh, turbines and stuff, mm-hmm. if there's not orange cones around them, then you know that they're violating the treaty. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they can't see the turbines. Right, and it's not like they're spinning yeah. really fast, so you can't right. see the blades. They spin pretty slowly. Right? Isn't this kind of uh, the whole Darwin deal? Yeah, survival of the fittest. I would think so. And so our national bird boy, what's that say about us? Is too stupid to realize to f- that there's a blade right, right there. Hey, there's blades spinning. Maybe I better fly over it. Think about or this. around it. I'm driving on the ground, and I can see these things from miles and miles away. This guy can. He's flying. He's got a literal bird's eye view. Mm-hmm. And just lift up a little bit, bro. Right. Yeah. I I'm with you. I'm with the company on that. Like I don't like these turbines, but uh, the birds are dumb. The birds are dumb. Yeah. There's no yeah no other way to say it. There's no other way. Stupid bird. Almost as dumb as turtles. No, I did not give the green light for the song there. <sighs> <laughs> Coming up on Pat Gray Overtime, though, we'll tell you how wind farms may be negatively affecting our weather. This is as well. interesting. I'll say negatively that. Negatively affecting our weather. 
Oh, the unintended consequences of all of these things. Isn't it great? <laughs> it's when the government gets involved, baby. So if you want to join us, and I hope you do, for overtime, go to blazetv.com slash pat. Use the promo code more unleashed. You get $15 off the price. Nice. 15 bucks. We just knock it right off the top. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard uh, a rumor mm-hmm. that uh, that's going to be good for less than a week now. Okay. So you better get on the more unleashed real soon. Get on it. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's fun. And today is uh, episode 17, a very special episode where we tell you how wind uh, farms may be affecting our weather adversely. So (laughs) we got that coming up. Uh, Meanwhile, an environmental group calls for deflating tires of SUVs to combat climate change and target wealthy areas. Okay, good. That's great. (sighs) Deflate the tires? How? They're just going to, what are they going to slash the tires? Hmm. Are they asking you not to fill up your tires all the way? What? Representative Jeff Van Drew discusses uh, Dems holding up a banner at a rally comparing climate change to 9-11. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. And why now is not the time to switch to green energy mm-hmm. on the evening edit. A radical environmental group raised a few eyebrows on Twitter after encouraging people to, to let the tires out of S- SUVs. Let the air out? Yeah, but it says let the tires out. Wait a minute. So you're okay. Me so that here's yet another, another. <laughs> screwed up article. I, I, it's incredible, really. It's so, a radical environmental group raised a few eyebrows on Twitter after encouraging people to let the tires out of SUVs. <laughs> Can we see the tweets, Rob? <laughs> Rob's got the tweets. We'll see if they have it there. Here we go. Time to do something about SUVs. <laughs> That's great. It's time to do something about it. They're the second largest contributor to the increase in global CO2 emissions since 2010, more than aviation. Oh, wow. This is a gentle escalation of methods to drive the urgency of this climate crisis home (laughs) and engender a systemic aversion to SUVs. Yeah, good good luck with that because uh, people love SUVs. So here's what we do. Okay, here's what we do. Wedge gravel in the tire valves. What? Uh, leaflet the SUV to let them know the tires are flat and why it was done and walk away. It's that simple. If we organize, we can hit enough SUVs in particular neighborhoods to spark reporting and spread the meta meme. Mm. Hmm. So they're trying to get attention. Okay. Make it, maybe it'll catch on and, and get on the news or something, social media. My gosh, I'd be pissed. Uh-huh. If I catch you doing this to my tires. Uh-huh. That's all. Really? Yeah. If I catch you. Oh. Then that's... Uh, oh, I could I could add something to that. Yeah, I could add some. Oh, yeah. I de- definitely had something in mind. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm just not going to say it. Yeah. I'm going to ask you to walk away <laughs> from my vehicle. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Uh-huh. Well. Yep. And, and you better... That's not all I'm going to say. That's not all you're going to say? But it's part of what I'll say. And I will say that your close proximity to my vehicle might keep you from getting shot. For a moment. But, uh, yeah, so just don't uh, touch people's property, and yep. then everyone gets along, right? Right. The group said climate change was the biggest crisis we faced as a species. Oh, God. And we're failing the test at every step. It's time for us to carefully escalate our methods, blah, blah, blah. Uh, no. <laughs> 
Start by targeting wealthy areas. Our goal isn't to disrupt workers. No, it's class warfare. And avoid targeting vehicles with disabled stickers or hangers. It's class warfare, which is the root root of environmentalism, which root is in communism. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what this little train takes you down. What's this gravel thing? What does that mean? Wedge it into the air valve coming out of the tire? Like, where does the gravel go? I mean, I can see. I don't know. Take the cap off. I hmm. You just jam it into the... Yeah, I'm just wondering, do you not have to stand there while it... I don't know. He's telling me... Okay, so somewhere in the pressure... Okay, I'd have to see it to... You know, I just caution people to watch out because if you're jamming gravel Mm -hmm. into the, you know, into the tire valve, that's a good place where you could get kicked in the head. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't bent be over down by the, the tire. Yeah, yeah that's good somebody point. might not see you, and they might be walking by might. and just accidentally bump their foot into your sure. head. Sure, a lot of which would be really bad. A lot of feet. I don't want to see that happen. A lot of feet walk by tires. Yeah, Ouch. they do. They do. And so you wouldn't want a knee or a foot or a leg to just you know graze your head Mm-mm. or slam into your head there because they didn't see you. They weren't expecting somebody to be kneeling down on their tire, jamming gravel right. into the valve. And I'll tell you this. A lot of times, <laughs> I like to practice my baseball swings right next to my vehicle. Oh, you do? Yeah, I just... Uh-huh. Bounce them off the tire. I'm weird. Yeah, that is... I mean, I've seen it happen, though, where people practice with a bat on mm-hmm. a tire. Or a golf club. Or, yes. Usually the driver. Uh-huh. A tire iron? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's a tire the right tire? there. Sure. Yeah, you wouldn't want. So you don't want to get hit with any of these objects. So please. Hey, what do you think this is? This last video? Do you want to play this video? This guy? I think it's. Uh, I can't understand. They're speaking gibberish, obviously. So I think it's China or something. Do you have the video of the cloud thing? Is this a wormhole opening up, or is this just a natural phenomenon? Let me see. Pat? Let me see. What do you think? Mm. Isn't that cool? It's creepy. Yeah, it is. But it's cool. Huh. So it's time traveler. Obviously, he came through there. I mean, what's the other explanation? There's no other explanation. That's a wormhole. Thank you. Yeah, it's a wormhole. Uh, we've been seeing a lot of these weird things. Going Haven't on in the we, sky. though? Yeah. Huh. Signs in the sky. <laughs> it doesn't sound familiar uh, at all. Though, no, no. So I wouldn't worry about it. I think everything's yeah. fine. Don't and then, worry. you know, that thing in Alaska yesterday, that was just a plane, though, right? Yeah. Like a yeah. contrail from That's a plane. That's all that was. It was a commercial jet with sure. a contrail. Don't worry about it. All right, we'll see you tomorrow and on uh, Overtime coming up.